0: WTPS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's DJ Swerve.
1: The Richmond Spiders lost to the Dukes yesterday in the A-Ten Championship second round. A stretch of more than nine minutes without a field goal late in the second half was too much for the Richmond men's basketball team to overcome yesterday versus the Dukes in the A-Ten tournament. Tyler Burton spin in reverse offensive putback with 928 to play, extended Richmond's lead to six. His uncontested layup with two seconds remaining made the final score 67-62 in favor of the Dukes. And between those field goals, Richmond missed all six of his shots from the field and committed five turnovers as the Dukes caught and passed the battles en route to a berth in Friday's 18 quarter final. And Richmond finished with 16 turnovers with 11 in the second half and Burton, he led all players with 18 points and 11 rebounds for his fifth career double-double. And today's quarterfinal the set for VCU. Number 7, Dayton, takes on my alma mater the VCU Rams at 3.30. The Rams took both meetings this season, including a 66-43 win on January 23rd at the Seagull Center. And Dayton has never beaten VCU in the A-10 tournament. VCU beat Dayton 71-65 in the 2015 fifteen A-10 championship game. And they also beat them 77-72 in the second round in 2018. And yesterday, Team LeBron and Team KD, they picked their teammates for Sunday's NBA All-Star Game going down in Atlanta. And James, his starting lineup will consist of the Greek Freak, Chef Curry, Luka Doncic, and the Joker. And KD, where well, he's going to have his teammate, Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, and he also will have Bradley Beal and Tatum, Tatum on their starting lineup. Then here's a check of your ESPN enrichment forecast.
0: Plenty of sunshine today, and it will be cool with highs in the upper 40s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Darda.
1: This weather report was brought to you by Herman Island Plumbing Heating and Cooling. For rebates or low payment on a new Linux home comforter system, call Herman Island at 804 746 5853. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center, DJ Swerve on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Experience
2: amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. Trade up on any non-contact thermometer for a $5 rebate towards an Exergen purchase at any retailer. Accuracy matters when taking temperatures. Upgrade to Exergen. Visit exergen.com.
0: Huddle up. Sit up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go.
3: Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come
0: on. Huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black.
1: I give a lot of credit to Duquesne. I thought they played a, a very good game. You know,
4: they were very aggressive defensively. Um, uh, they, they, you know, they're always physical. Uh, I thought they were even more aggressive defensively. Uh, I thought that we really battled, um, battled the ball. Um, you know, we, we obviously uncharacteristically had high turnovers and, and shot a poor percentage. Uh, I think that, you know, obviously have to give credit to Duquesne for, for a lot of that. Um, And, uh, you know, I thought we played really hard. I wish we had played better, but I thought we played really, really hard and um, left everything out there.
5: Richmond Spider head coach Chris Mooney in the immediate aftermath and wake of yesterday's first round loss in the Atlantic 10 tournament as the Spiders are eliminated by the Duquesne Duke 67 to 62, setting up a matchup of ninth-seeded Duquesne against number one St. Bonaventure today and leaving the Spiders to shake their heads and wonder what could have been and what happened to a season that began with such promise and such great expectation. Uh, Good morning. Welcome to the sports huddle. Wish this was just Sean Robertson from CBS 6 and that I was still at the Siegel Center as we did yesterday. But that is not the case as the Spiders fall in the first round. Their season comes to an end at 13-8. and eight. And as I said, a season that began with such high expectations and hope, particularly with all of the veteran players that were returning, the depth that the Spiders had. We talked so much about how deep this was and how Coach Mooney and staff were going to get guys playing time. And then look how it finished up. With, as I said yesterday, the stark reality of yesterday for Richmond hit me in the pregame warm ups when the Spiders came out of the locker room, you know, four minutes before the buzzer sounds to do the national anthem and the starting lineups. And the guys are going through their last layup lines and jump shots and standing over there on the sideline in street clothes Nick Sherrod, Blake Francis, and Connor Crabtree. And that's an awful lot of points and experience and wherewithal that you didn't have to call upon. And every team goes through it, and it just happened to be the Spiders' turn this time. And quite frankly, they couldn't overcome that. The guys they had on the court gave it everything they had, but they could not overcome the lack of depth, as it turned out, particularly in a game against duquesne that pounds the ball inside and is so physical and you're going to need reinforcements as the game goes along and those that the spiders had did as good as they possibly could do in that game if you look at it Uh, but it wasn't enough and duquesne roared back and wore down the spiders at the end of that game richmond went nine plus minutes without a field goal down the stretch And Duquesne pounded the ball inside and kept pounding the ball inside, and eventually it paid dividends for them, and they won it by 7. The Spiders led that game uh, by 14 in the first half and by 7 at halftime. And I remember talking with Greg Beckwith on the air as we called the game here on ESPN. Richmond, that you wish that halftime lead had been even a little bit more. Uh, The Spiders got a bucket right there before the end of the half to get it to seven as Duquesne had come all the way back. I think it was five. They hit a three-pointer right before the end of the half, and the Spiders charged down court and got a great possession and got a layup, in fact, from Grant Golden from Jacob Gilliard. And I'll tell you what, those two guys, at least at the outset of the game and then right there at the end of the first half, gave the Spiders everything they could. In fact, Golden had the last two buckets of the first half for Richmond, And both of them came on assists from Jacob Gilliard. And at the start of the game, it was the same thing. Golden and Gilliard had the Spiders. I'm just looking now. First, nine points in the game. And then the last four before halftime. So those were your seniors that were stepping up for Richmond. And then you called upon some of the underclassmen and non-seniors to pick up the slack. Certainly Tyler Burton did that. With 18 points and 11 rebounds, his fifth career double-double. Andre Gustafson played the most minutes he's played all year, 27 minutes, and had seven points, four rebounds. That's a pretty good stat line for a role player like Gustafson. And Isaiah Wilson certainly gave the Spiders 15 quality minutes off of the bench with eight points, had a key, key steal down the stretch and tied the game by hitting a couple of free throws in those 15 minutes, made two of three field goals, and both of them were three-pointers. Uh, So there's a glimpse of your future for the Spiders. Unfortunately, it was not the game Nathan Kayo would like to go out upon if he's going to go out with that game. Uh, 30 minutes, 0 for 5 from the floor, only 4 for 8 from the free throw line, three turnovers, did have six rebounds, finished with only four points. That on the heels of the 25-point career-high performance he had in the St. Joe's game. So that also was disappointing for the Spiders yesterday, and it leaves a lot of unanswered questions moving forward as Greg and I talked about yesterday, and I will play some of the soundbite from Coach Mooney. You may have heard it by now already. Uh, that, you know, It's up in the air right now what those seniors are going to do. There will be some discussions, and then there will be some public comment on what the seniors will do moving forward. If any of them would like to come back and play an extra year and attend school, let's not forget about that part at the University of Richmond for another year so that is still to come but a very premature end to this spider season last year was premature for a different reason and the ending because of the pandemic never got to the atlantic 10 tournament and this time around the spiders are one and done in the atlantic 10 tournament i was thinking about it yesterday i can't remember the last time a spider basketball season ended this early i did a quick glimpse back through the record book i think you got to go back to the late 1990s to find a time that Spider Basketball had put the balls away this early. And, of course, that was uh, facilitated by the Atlantic 10 moving the tournament up a week. That had a lot to do with it, probably more than anything. But it just feels kind of weird to be out of it and looking at everybody else still playing and March Madness really just getting underway. And, obviously, the Siegel Center and the Robbins Center at Richmond will be the site of the Atlantic 10 quarterfinals that will come up today We'll go through all of those games as we move along real quick. It is St. Bonaventure-Duquesne in the 11 o'clock game at the Siegel Center. UMass blitzed St. Joe's yesterday. The The Hawks' magical run came crashing down yesterday. UMass set all sorts of records, scored 100 points in that game. So UMass gets St. Louis. That's the 4-5 game. That's at the Robin Center. And then back at the Siegel Center at 3.30, it's VCU and Dayton for the third time this year. That's kind of interesting because in this shortened season, there weren't a whole lot of the home and homes that actually got completed, and then they come back and play a third time. And VCU and Dayton will do that, VCU winning both regular season matchups. And then George Mason and Davidson will wrap it up at the Robinson Center at 530 this afternoon. All right, let me bring Sean Robertson into our conversation this morning from CBS 6. I've already said once this morning, Sean, again, I feel like I've said this before with you, but you've got your work cut out for you to make this a feel-good Friday morning for me. I have to tell you that. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, this <laughs> oh, thanks. This, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to have some sort of wisdom. Well, I, there.
4: I, I, I put all my eggs in the basket yesterday <laughs> when we talked before you, you know, before the game, and yeah. was like, "Hey, you know, we're going to talk again this morning. You're going to be at the at the Seagull Center. We're going to talk about Richmond at St. Bonaventure, and you know how Richmond can come back after the close loss in the regular season, and you know, right before our eyes, we kind of saw it unravel." especially in the second half, and as you mentioned, up 14 in the first half. They were up 7 at the break. They increased it to 11 in the second half. And they just hit one of those lulls that we've seen in the regular season where they couldn't put a ball in the basket, you know, from the field. And uh, Duquesne, to their credit, ramped up the intensity on defense. Uh, Michael Hughes had five steals uh, in the game, and then they got some timely baskets uh, down the stretch from Chad Baker and Tavian Dunn-Martin, um, and, and it kept Richmond at bay and was unable to get over the hump after they uh, trailed late. And like you said with Nathan Ko, when he scored 25 against St. Joe's on Monday and the offense flew, flowed through him and he was getting all the baskets and he just had a rough game uh, from the field going 0-5 and scoring just four points and free throws in a close game. And, you know, I think me and um. Mark Davis from NBC twelve we were talking about. It. it was like Duquesne couldn't put you know, they were struggling from the field. They were ten of twenty. Richmond was twenty one of thirty one. You missed ten on a in a five point game. And um you know, we don't want to put all the emphasis on one stat, but that was a telling stat and also the three point shooting, uh, for Richmond. Gilead one of seven, Burton one of five, uh, let's see, Matt Grace oh a two. They were five of eighteen from three-point land, twenty-seven point eight percent. That was another telling stat. Fourteen that was shooting, I think, over 33, 34 percent this year. Shooting below thirty percent from uh from three-point land. Uh, that was another tough stat to look at yesterday.
5: What did I say to you yesterday? Um, past success should not be an indication of future yep. success, right? The spiders yep. were twenty-four and two. Mm -hmm. against duquesne had won 10 out of 11 going into this one they have just found a way to win almost every time they had played duquesne and that stopped yesterday as well unfortunately those words came to fruition when you and i talked yesterday here's the frustrating part About the offensive side of it. That's the strength of this Richmond team, right? This team led the Atlantic 10 in field goal percentage, Mm -hmm. second in scoring, second in free throw percentage, fourth in three-point field goal percentage, and they led the league in fewest turnovers per game with only 10. And those numbers just absolutely abandoned them in yesterday's game for that nine- or ten-minute stretch, particularly in the second half, and I think that's what will frustrate the Spiders as much as anything, that they didn't have an offensive answer when it came time to need to put points on the board.
4: And you just look at the second-half stats, 6 of 22 from the field, 27%. 1 of 7 from 3, 14%. 12 of 19, they missed 7 free throws in the second half. And the turnovers, Uh, Grant Golden, a guy who normally takes care of the ball, he had 6, KO had 3. Gilliard only had two. Um sixteen turnovers is is, is a lot. Normally you would go through other teams, sixteen maybe, you know, average to a certain degree for a Chris Mooney offense, that's a lot. And I know that's one that is, you know, he's looking at as like, man, if we had maybe ten, if we had eleven, if we had our average, I think we would we'd be fine. And on the other end, the turnovers, some of those turnovers led to points. Duquesne scored nineteen points. Off of 16 Richmond turnovers, a couple were by Chad Baker. He would get a couple of steals, and he went to the basket. I know he scored four points at least on his two steals uh, in the game. It just hurt. It just seemed like it was a snowball effect in the second half. And I think it was, it, and I mentioned it to Lane when uh, when I was at the game, it had that feel of the first meeting at the Robin Center. Richmond had the big lead. Duquesne would, would come back. They took the lead. Richmond wound up winning that game. And it kind of had that feel just like the first meeting. Unfortunately, Duquesne held off Richmond this time around, and they're going to play St. Bonaventure in a couple of
5: hours. I'm going to leave this in our morning brew with one last thought, and then let's move on. We'll preview the games coming up today at Robin Center and Siegel Center, plus plenty of other college basketball action. And, oh, yes, there's spring football tomorrow as well. Maybe that'll make me feel better when the Spiders yeah. play William & Mary tomorrow. But i tell you what, the comments of Keith Dambrot, the Duquesne head coach from the regular season meeting with Richmond, just continue to resonate in my head, Sean. Back then, three weeks ago, right, And they were just coming off a COVID pause, mm-hmm. and he said – this is my best defensive team that I have had at Duquesne. We are really good defensively, and if our offense can even catch up with our defense just a little bit, we can be a dangerous team. And he said that night at the Robin Center, I don't know if we can win this game tonight, but I think we can win games in the tournament if that happens. And that just resonated with me two weeks ago when he said he did believe he had a dangerous team, and sure enough, the Spiders felt the brunt of it yesterday.
4: No question about it, and it started on the defensive end in that second half. I think after that basket by Golden on the pick and roll, um, the intensity by Duquesne picked up tremendously, and that was the difference. That was the difference in the game in that second-half spurt by the Dukes.
5: All right, there's your morning brew for this morning, brought to you by our good friends at Pig & Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James at 1313 Hull Street. Open Wednesdays and Thursdays, 1 to 8, and then Friday and Saturday from 1 to 10. Their special this week, the Country Boy Burger topped with lettuce, tomato, cheese, pickles, and mayo. The morning brew brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue. And here's what's coming up on this morning's edition of the Sports Auto. These are today's top stories.
3: Read the copy, please.
0: The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive.
2: That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water.
5: Opening drive is sponsored by the Lexus of Richmond Invitation to Lexus Sales Event happening now through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond is also the proud sponsor of our March Madness Atlantic 10 and NCAA Tournament coverage. Stop by the Lexus dealership 9703 Midlothian Turnpike or visit online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. We will preview the VCU game against Dayton coming up here in just a couple of moments and the other quarterfinal action in the Atlantic 10 tournament. Also at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk some D3 basketball with the best team at the D3 level, and that is Randolph-Macon. Head coach Josh Merkel will join us at 8.30. We'll take some phone calls and texts, and we'll continue to break down what happened to Richmond and preview VCU, plus lots of top 25 action last night that we'll get into, as well as the wrap-up of the regular season for many teams this weekend and the continuation of tournament time as well. And unfortunately, for a couple of other state schools, their season came to an end yesterday in tournament action. We'll talk about all that after we get a check of Sports
6: Huddle Traffic. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today.
5: ESPN Richmond traffic. This
0: traffic update is brought to you by Exergen. Accuracy matters. A crash on Broad Street at Westier Parkway, Lexington Farm Drive, holding us up in Henrico. let look out for a wreck on Mory Street near Jeff Davis Highway and construction on I-64 in both directions near Airport Drive. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 m 1027 ESPN.
2: Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen purchased at any retailer. Details at exergen.com.
0: If you hit it, pass it, dunk it, shoot it, check it, throw it, putt it, or block it, then we are going to talk about it. I like that! I just thought I'd clear that up. 99.5 and 1027
5: ESPN. Sean on a Friday morning approaching 8:20. DJ swerve back in the producer's chair this morning thrilled to have him with us as well pushing the buttons and keeping us going up until 10 o'clock this morning um as a, a, a shout out to some of the other teams a uh, big south tournament uh Radford lost so they're done they finished at 15 and 12 Campbell has made quite the run at the end of the regular season in the big south now whether it'll be enough to beat Winthrop in the championship game Don't know, but I I do want to give a a kudos to Campbell because some of our former Richmond folks are on that staff down there at Campbell, headed up by Kevin McGeehan, who's their head coach. He's been there a while now and has done a nice job with Campbell, and he's got an opportunity one win away, but he'd have to beat Winthrop, which knocked off Longwood. So there's another state team that has done as well, uh, 82-61. Winthrop won that game. The Big South final is high noon Sunday, and it will be number one Winthrop against Campbell. Of course, Winthrop's only lost one game this year at 22-1. And then, Sean, one other shout-out that that I I would certainly like to give is to the folks at VMI, Mm -hmm. uh, which which had an outstanding season. Dan Earl was named the, the Coach of the Year, in the SoCon, uh, Greg Parham from right here in Richmond yep. was first team, All-Southern Conference, and their junior center, Jake Stevens, on the second team. They finished 12-11, and 7-7 in the SoCon, and they will play Furman in the first round of the SoCon tournament. So really nice job, tough place to win there at VMI. They really protected their home court, ironically enough, without the key debts and a lot of fans mm-hmm. in the stands. They were 11-1 and 1 at home at, at Cameron Hall. So nice job by VMI.
4: Yeah, Paul Hamer, grad, uh, eclipsed the 1,000-point career mark uh, this season down at VMI. You mentioned Campbell. One of our reporters, Wayne Koval. he's a Campbell
5: grad. Is that right? Yeah. He might be the one of two, not including Lane, one of two remaining people at your shop that were there years and years ago when I worked at, mm-hmm. at your shop. I would think Cheryl Miller and yep. uh, Wayne Koval, and actually Mike Stone, who left and came back. And came back, yeah. Yeah, was, was there when I was there. I don't want to get off path here. But, but, yeah, but he's I did a not fighting know, camel. All the years I've known Wayne, I did not know that yeah, about him. He. Yeah, he's a fighting camel. Yep, How about yep. that? And
4: let's give a shout-out real quick to Liberty as well. Mm-hmm. They're in the Atlantic Sun semifinal. They'll take on Stetson uh, this afternoon down in Jacksonville. And if they advance, they will play in the final Sunday. In fact, their final comes right after the Big South final. Uh, Sunday at 2 o'clock on ESPN. So we'll there see if one other uh, state school will make the NCAA. That's Richie McKay down yeah, there, right. former UVA uh, assistant, with uh, Tony Bennett. See if he'll get back to the uh, Atlantic Sun Championship final.
5: Indeed. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, well, Let's do a quick preview of the VCU Dayton game, and then we'll kind of stay on, on track, and we will uh, – Talk. Uh, Josh Merkel is going to join us mm-hmm. here at eight thirty to talk some ODAC tournament uh, that's coming up, which is kind of a weird, a weird thing that we'll, yes. we'll get into uh, with him because uh, Randolph-Macon what did not play enough games? Is that what happened? Yeah, they Sean? didn't have, they didn't play enough
4: conference games. Well, yeah, that's what it was because they played Virginia Wesleyan a couple of times to end the season because a lot of their conference games were canceled due to the pause at Randolph-Macon. But those games were non-conference games, and the minimum required games to play were four that were counting as conference games. They played three, so they were unable to qualify for one of the top four seeds in the ODAC, which now means they will start the tournament on the road at Bridgewater Saturday.
5: Well, make it a challenge for him. <laughs> Something tells me Josh Merkel may not agree with all that, although he's probably spinning it that way yeah. with his guys. It, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit. A little bit. Be, because they, they've been so good. So anyway, we'll talk with him here in, in five or ten minutes or so. Uh, all right, give me a quick preview. You followed VCU, obviously, uh, more closely than I did all year. Not that I didn't follow them closely, of course. But uh, how about this matchup with Dayton, a team that uh, VCU did handle twice mm-hmm. in the regular season and gave them a pretty pretty bad Beatdown, quite frankly, at the Siegel Center. Beat them twice. Would we'll throw the cliche out there. It's tough to beat a team three times. But VCU, you know, with the time that they've had off, hopefully they get Bones Highland healthy and Vince Williams healthy, and they can be at full strength this afternoon.
4: Well, the reports are Vince and Michael Brown's Jones should be good to go. They should play today. Um, Vince had the sprained ankle and he hadn't played. That was the regular season finale against Davidson last Friday, last Saturday rather. Bones is still day-to-day. I assume he will play. Heard he was practicing all week. And, you know, Bob, usually if you're going to practice, you're going to play, most mm-hmm. likely, unless there is a setback this morning. But I think he will have his full complement of guys on the roster playing today, and that will be huge because you got to have somebody to slow down. Jalen Crutcher, who struggled in the two games against VCU, especially the game at Dayton, when he only scored eight points and it was five points very early in the game and then three the rest of the way, VCU did a really good job of Highland, also Ace Baldwin, and Jameer Watkins, who's really stepped up down the stretch of really bothering him throughout the course of the game. And I think if Bones is able to play, and I hope, you know, all indications is he he should play, that will really help them out on the defensive end. I think on the offensive end for Dayton – um, Watson has got to be that second option um, for uh, for the Flyers mm-hmm. if Crutcher struggles. He scored 20 in the second meeting, um, and also they did a really good job on the boards as well. They out-rebounded VCU by eight. That has been a concern for head coach Mike Rhodes all season is defending the glass. So that means guys like um, uh, Hassan Ward, Corey Douglas, Levi Stocker, they've got to defend the glass uh, to, uh, today, and I think it's going to, you know, we talked about it yesterday briefly. I think it's going to come back to, you know, the home court. You know, they're going to have the benefit of playing on their home floor today. I think VCU is going to spin it and try to make it as best they can a, a home court advantage against Dayton, even though it's only going to be about 200 and some fans in there. Um, But, you know, it's, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be tough. I know DJ Swear said Dayton has never beaten VCU in the A10 tournament, and and you know, hopefully for VCU fans, they don't get that first win today. Because I think if you're if you're the Rams, I think a win today solidifies their spot in the
5: NCAA tournament.
4: Even though we talked yesterday, and you think they're in regardless, I right?
5: I do. I think they're in, and I think St. Bonaventure's in. Yeah, I do. Now, but, um, you know, so do you? Th- is there is there an upset in your mind amongst these four games? There really hasn't been one. Yet, I mean, I don't really consider a nine beating an eight or a thirteen beating a twelve really an upset, which is which is what happened. I mean St. Joe's beat LaSalle and Duquesne beat Richmond, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. call those upsets other than by the numbers. But you got number right. one Saint Bonnie against number nine, Duquesne, five UMass against four, Saint Louis, uh, VCU Dayton we've talked about, and six George Mason against three, Davidson.
4: Two game, I think it's going to be two games that I'm going a, I'm to a really pay attention to. I'm going to really look at that Duquesne-St. Bonaventure game mm-hmm. just by how Duquesne played defensively. Um, St. Bonaventure has played good, but I think Duquesne has got a little momentum rolling in, and I'm looking at that also, the Davis and George Mason matchup. For some reason, um, Coach Paulson has got that team playing hard, playing gritty, playing tough. Um and Davison has been off almost a week. Um, I think if you're George Mason, you gotta get on Davison early, kind of see how much rust they have after not playing for a week. Um, and George Mason played really well late in the second half in their game last night against GW after the the Colonials kind of you know made it a little difficult. Um, so I think those are going to be the two that's going to be. Uh, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Could possibly be an upset that St. Louis UMass game should be pretty good as well mm-hmm. but I think St. Louis should win that one but the 1-9 and the 3-6 I will keep a close eye on that's a possible upset
5: we'll talk more about that as we move along this morning we'll talk some ODAC tournament basketball with Josh Merkel the head coach of the undefeated Randolph-Macon yeah. Yellow Jackets Who are the number five seed. Oh, that's about as COVID as you can possibly get in sports (laughs) this year, isn't it? Josh joins us in just a moment. Uh, Sean and Bob with DJ Producing. It's a Friday morning feel-good edition of the Sports Huddle 99.5-1027-ESPN.
0: The weather's nice and you're thinking, I've had it up to here with being cooped up in the house. Then get yourself out and take us along. If you've got your phone... You've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com.
4: This is Ashley from Adora Children and Family Services. Learn more about foster care and adoption services by visiting adore-children.com.
3: Add a little excitement to your sports-watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel. Hey everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple, easy to use. They've got unique, fun bet types like Same Game Parlay and exclusive always-on promotions. And if you win, you get your winnings back safely in as little as 24 hours. With FanDuel, I found it's fun to bet with a range of betting options. Whether I want to choose player props, futures, I can find just the bet I want and put it in safely. Sit back and see if I win. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win your first bet. Just place any bet you want whether it's the NBA, college basketball, golf, you name it. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. If you never tried FanDuel Sportsbook before, what are you waiting for? Do what I've done. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started be sure to sign up using promo code Mitch so they know I sent you. You must be 21 and up in President Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is not withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Good morning, private. Good morning, drill
1: sergeant.
0: I mean, seriously, what a pleasant morning. The sun is shining and the birds are chirping. You seem to be in a good mood today. Astute observation. He's probably happy because he found out Honey Nut Cheerios can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. They're even shaped like hearts. So, in lieu of the obstacle course today, I propose a nice, meditative nature walk. Does that sound delightful to everyone? Yes, just so
2: Happy Heart Japes are back for a limited time. Learn more about Honey Nut Cheerios by picking up a box at your local store.
0: Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at luckchevrolet.com, or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's DJ
1: Swerve. The Richmond Spiders lost to the Duquesne Dukes yesterday in the 8-10 championship second round. A stretch of more than nine minutes without a field goal late in the second half was too much for the Richmond men's basketball team to overcome yesterday's loss to the Dukes in the a 10 tournament. Tyler Burton spinning reverse offensive putback with 9:28 to play extended Richmond's lead to six. His uncontested layup with two seconds remaining made the final score 67-62 in favor of the Dukes. And between those field goals, Richmond missed all six of his shots from the field and committed five turnovers as the Dukes caught and passed the Spiders en route to a berth in Friday's A-10 quarterfinal. In Richmond, they finished with 16 turnovers with 11 in the second half. And Burton, he led all players with 18 points and 11 rebounds for his fifth career double-double. And today's quarterfinal is set for VCU. Number seven Dayton takes on number two VCU at 330 at the Sequel Center. The Rams took both meetings this season, including the 60, 66 to 43 win on January 23rd at the Seagull Center. And Dayton has never beaten VCU in the A-10 tournament. VCU beat Dayton 71 to 65 in the 2015. 2015 a championship game, and they also beat him 77 to 72 in the second round in 2018. And that's right, yesterday, t- Team LeBron and Team KD picked their teammates for Sunday night's NBA All Star game in Atlanta. James Star Atlanta, will consist of the Greek Freak, Chef Curry, Luka Donches, and the Joker, while Kevin Durant, his teammates, Kyrie Irvin, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard and also Bradley Bill and Jason Tatum will be on his squad. Now, here's a check of your ESPN weather forecast.
0: Good morning. We'll see plenty of sunshine today, and it will be cool with highs in the upper 40s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Gennaro.
1: You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. DJ Swerve on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
6: Catch every NCAA basketball
2: tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com.
6: Emotional pain and depression may indicate that someone is at risk for suicide, but the signs aren't always easy to see or discuss. Most people who take their lives exhibit one or more warning signs. Often the signs are subtle changes in mood, what they say, or how they act. Learn to recognize the warning signs. Suicide is preventable. Recognize it. Talk about it. Act on it. Learn more at RecognizeTalkAct.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health.
3: We don't think mediocre. We're thinking about the best of the best. Meet Ori,
6: Vice President at
3: Diamonds Direct, talking about his passion for creating the ultimate customer experience. The
4: feeling is going to be like you are the only person in that showroom. We always think from the customer perspective. You want to feel immediately
3: comfortable. You want to be educated, that you're making the most amazing decisions of your life. You're showing them all the secrets of the industry. Sometimes when you leave the door, you feel that I'm an expert. At Diamonds Direct, it's all about transparency, education, and a sincere desire to create an unforgettable, Experience. If you're a savvy shopper and you're thinking about the whole experience that you would want to get, dream about the one that will be the most amazing for you, and that's exactly what's going to happen here. The days of customers being charged double or three times the markup are ending, and we put an end to it. Those days are gone. Discover the store that's completely revolutionized the jewelry business with unrivaled value, unbeatable selection, unmatched warranties, and unbelievable customer care. Diamonds Direct, Short Pump West, Broad Village. The best way to
1: describe Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich is crispy juicy tender. And yes, it's all one word. Think of it this way. Crispy juicy tender is like fire lit smacking. Trap based crunk. Child tea. Ooh wee. Bay bestie boo. And then some. You get the point. Crispy, juicy, tender chicken with crinkle-cut pickles all on a buttery potato bun. It's everything you could want in a chicken sandwich. McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich. Get in tune and order ahead in the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams with Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play. 995 and 1027 ESPN.
5: Black Sean Robertson back on a Friday morning at 8.35. Apologies to Josh Merkel for having to wait through the commercial break there. I got to the break late, so that one is on me. We welcome Coach Merkel from Randolph-Macon to our Herman Allen hotline as ODAC tournament play begins tomorrow. Josh, good morning. Thanks for joining us.
7: Good morning, Bob, and I'd wait a full hour to be on the Bob Black show. So don't you Wow.
5: Worry. <laughs> You heard that, Sean. I did. Right? You heard that. I did. Wow. Um, and it's recorded, too, so he yes, can't take yes, this it back. Is. Yes, it is. So, so Josh, uh, Sean and I were just saying this before the break. There can be nothing more COVID in the world of sports than the unbeaten team, number one in the nation, uh, all of that, and you go into your own conference tournament as the number five seed. I mean, how are you? I, I understand it. I know you understand it. I know your guys understand it. But how are you kind of handling that and putting your hands around it? (laughs) Well, well said.
7: Nothing more COVID than that. Um, You know, it's uh, a lot of times we say fair is not always equal, or we say uh, life isn't always fair. And one thing we say a lot in the program, and this comes, you know, passed down from Coach Rhodes and others, is that everything is earned. And so there's two ways to look at it. We could look at it and say, well, maybe some of those other teams didn't earn that seed. But at the same time, you know, we say, so what, now what? Uh, so what? Nobody really cares. At the end of the day, we then have to go on the road and earn this first victory, earn the right to play again. And in his perspective, it's because uh, if we looked at last year, we went into the ODAC tournament without Miles for the first two games. He was coming back from a concussion. Um, actually got him back the championship game as the, uh, as the protocol would have it. So that was great because uh, I don't know if we'd get it done without him. But the guys, next man up, you know, all of that stuff came together. And my point with it is we're we're, we're healthy, you know, knock on wood. Um, we're, we're healthy going into this year's ODAC tournament. And I think mentally uh, fresh, mentally excited to get into practice each day and, and work to get better, which is huge. I think, you know, how you enter practice is really important. Your approach in March is really important because we've even, you know, in years past had some teams that um, – you know just maybe the the tired legs or or not you have a guy or two not as excited and we just have an excited group and for that perspective and approach i am grateful
5: i think the last time we talked to you was right as you were getting set to play that quickly scheduled game ironically enough against bridgewater at bridgewater to start the season and now here you are with bridgewater again to start the postseason for the third time this year i mean there's some unbalancedness to this isn't there uh, josh i mean you're playing this team for a third time unfortunately a team that had a great year like a roanoke you didn't get a chance to play them because that Mm -hmm. game was canceled how how did you kind of handle all of that
7: yeah it is uh you know you give credit to bridgewater who you know just wanted to get games early on and didn't necessarily care who they played so you know this is a team that's, that's not afraid to go into battle and see what they can do um But there's, you know, there's the element of uh, – there's some excitement to – we're just going to take it one day at a time, obviously one game at a time. Um, And uh, the chance to do it and be at your best when your best is needed, that's what March is all about. You know, I mean, every other practice, like, nothing else really matters other than how you perform in the moment um, and how you respond to some bad plays and how you move forward as a group. You know, this is the time of year to just trust your training – trust the things that you do, trust yourself, Uh, go in there, trust your teammates and uh, put your best foot forward and, and playing without fear. I think this is a great time of year to just go in and, um, you know, not fear mistakes, not, not fear the outcome, but, but trust what you've been working on all year.
4: Hey, Josh, I know you guys, you know, coaches always want to use something to, to motivate the team to get the team amped up for a game. Can you use this, you know, this as a a motivation to get ready for the tournament, that the fact that you are a five seed as opposed to, you know, probably the top seed in the Yodak, you're the number one team in Division Three, but yet you got to start the tournament on the road? <laughs>
7: I, I think so. Um, you know, not something that's uh, – well, I think you said it, not me, but absolutely <laughs> uh, it, it, as you look for a chip, you always want your guys playing hungry. Mm -hmm. And playing with a chip. And for whatever reason, there's always something to be said about being disrespected. Like, no one likes to be disrespected. It it kind of fires you. When you have the right guy, the right approach, um, uh, here's one thing we've said is you can put your attention and energy on the fact that, um, you know, maybe this isn't right, okay? Mm -hmm. Or you can put it on, you can focus that, channel that anger and attention and energy into how we're going to guard the ball screen, how we're going to be better one-on-one defense, how we're going to space the floor, you know, all the things that you actually need to do to win a game. Um, and I think that's that's the huge thing. Where, where your attention goes, your energy grows. We want to put our energy into just getting better. Um, so, yeah, that, that how we channel that anger is, is, is huge. Did it get to a point, Josh,
4: that, you know, during this COVID pause at making that it was a strong possibility that you guys would not play another game?
7: Oh yes, I mean we're yeah, yeah, and we're at that point now. Every ODAC team is, and yeah. you guys may know this too, but we we always say we're one test away from the season being over. So, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is when we test. We will have all of our results by 9:30 this morning. Uh, as soon as I get off with you guys, it'll be time for my test at 9:10. And uh, you cross your fingers. I always look forward to getting that text from the athletic trainer saying all tests negative. And uh that's kind of a glorious feeling. It feels like a win. It feels like we have a game day every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, you got to win that game to move on to the next. And and every ODAC team is going to be in the same boat. And that's the other thing about perspective is, yes, we're going on the road, uh, but just grateful to have the opportunity to go on the road and do it with your guys where five teams in the ODAC, you know, who did test positive are not in that same boat. And, and I think our guys, you know, I think that that perspective kind of tempers Uh, maybe some other feelings you might have
5: josh merkel on our herman allen hotline on the sports title you see you might wait an hour to come on with me but i would keep you on for an hour you keep giving us candid fresh remarks like you've been giving us this morning so keep going with this coach keep going with this and and uh what's your message to your seniors now you don't have a lot of them but you got good ones particularly buzz anthony obviously um knowing that this is it right i mean the odak tournament that's as far as you're going this year right there is no d3 national tournament unfortunately correct
7: correct and um man you ask you asked that good question i think last time and i told you about the, the bridgewater game that was you know we just found out about the night before so there there is an opportunity for us to maybe play another game so kind of like a uh, you know, just a, I don't know, maybe a bowl type game is what you would say. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing set in stone, but, but we've been talking to some teams. I know Yeshiva is super interested because that was a game that we almost played last year. Remember, they even made the drive down oh, in right. Richmond yeah. uh, when that game got canceled and they're number four in the country and they've got some 33-game winning streak, something crazy um, where they they've really had it rolling. So, uh, we're working on working through that stuff, and obviously, again, it's still about the getting through the tests. Um, and that's what we told the guys too: is you know, you, you still have a lot to play for; these practices and, and your reps uh, still really matter. I think the message for the seniors and, and these guys—I mean, I don't need to say much. Um, such a blessing to coach this group; they're mature. Uh, our senior Lorenzo Woods, and I say our senior because Buzz Anthony and David Funderburg are other two seniors coming into the year. Uh, took a gap semester and in return for this year since they get this year they'll be back. Um, so I guess we could call them uh super juniors right now. But uh Lorenzo Woods, uh he he's just been phenomenal. I think he's inspired all of us. He he continues to take every uh setback in stride and um and he's really led our group and our guys look to him and um you know have kind of followed his lead in terms of, you know, grateful for the day, one day at a time, let's get better today.
4: Hey, Josh, I got two quick ones for you. Number one, that game that could possibly be played after the ODAK tournament, would that be a home game or would you have to go on the road?
7: It, it could be a home game. Um, and the administration's been great about, uh, you know, just really working for our guys to, to you know, provide this meaningful opportunity. Um, or it could be maybe a neutral game where we uh, meet, them, meet them halfway. So we've kind of talked about both of those possibilities. So I think... Ideally, we would, um, you know, focus on this ODAC championship and, and then uh, and then make that happen, set that in stone. But that, that could be a quick turnaround as far as, you know, Thursday ODAC championship and then uh, making this happen. Gotcha.
4: My second question, you have played Bridgewater recently, and that was a big victory for, for you guys. Um, can you go back to that game on February 24th, or are the teams so different, even though it's been like a couple of weeks that – You can't even look at that film and pull some things from that game that you could use for the uh, Mm. the tournament game setup. Yeah, you
7: well, as you know, you can always look back at the film. I mean, we're big on the film. You know, Mm. Coach Beeline uh, disciple. I would say where he's watching it every single day. We watch it every single day. I think what you need to be careful of is uh, you know just feeling like all you have to do is show up. Mm -hmm. You know, we always talk about that. We're going to get their best effort and. And they had a couple starters down when we played them at home recently. So, you know, that that's the other thing, just that overconfidence. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of things that we can still clean up. They scored it in the second half uh, too easily. I Just our one-on-one defense needs to be better, our transition defense, our, our B.O.B. defense. Um, and, and a lot of it just comes down to one-on-one, just little, little things. Like, can you make it tougher? Can you take away a guy's go-to? Uh, can you tag them when the shot goes up better? Uh, do it with physicality and do it without fouling. We also had some some fouls that we just picked up. So, yeah, just lots that we've been working on since that game. Uh, every game provides those, those meaningful learning opportunities, um, win or lose. And uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll take some clips and, and then others, um, you know, we just have to be ready for anything.
5: Hey Josh, I'll plead a little ignorance here to kind of wrap it up with you. Uh but was that basically I don't know foregone conclusion is the right phrase, uh that Buzz and David were coming back, or is that something that has evolved over the course of the season or as you alluded to, was it kind of academic driven as well?
7: It is, um so buzz going in this was in the summer when there was, you know, talk that there there might not be a full season. And and you know Buzz, the ultimate uh basketball guy is like there's There's no way my career is ending on a shortened season, Um, and and he's got great parents. And then Davis Funderburk who's his roommate, great family. Both those families were committed to making it work, Um, and so even uh, those guys uh, got got a job in the first semester working in the school system. So that you know, just another huge uh, advantage, I think. And and a Randolph making alum helping those guys out, and so it all kind of yeah those. Those things started to fall in place and then they found out they got the year back um, which allowed them to come back at the semester I think if they hadn't been awarded the year they would have taken a full gap year um, and then just come back for that that senior year so that's kind of how that
5: how that played out makes for a happy head coach I can tell by your voice um, <laughs> hey we'll, we'll let you go focus in on Bridgewater we'll be following you through the ODAC tournament hopefully we'll get you back on after that's done and if that game with Yeshiva presents itself would love to get a preview of that one with you as well and uh good luck on that test here in about 20 minutes for you this morning
7: yeah guys that that would be awesome and and as always thanks again for having us on great to talk to rmc hoops
5: Thank you, Josh. Josh Josh. Merkel, head coach at randolph It on our Herman Allen hotline with us this morning. We got a little scoop there, Sean, right? Yeah. I could tell you were intrigued. What a great idea that they would be able to do that. And I love the way he phrased that and framed it as a bowl game kind of scenario. So, look, they want to win the ODAC, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, even if they happen to get upset, they could still play that game. I mean, there's still a quality team that wants to keep playing I would think that game could happen one way or the other and that would be a lot better obviously if they win the Odac championship. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, but I still I think that's a what a what a cool idea in a year when you lost so many games canceled and postponed that you might be able to play a game like that and frame it as like a bowl game kind of opportunity.
4: At least one, especially I mean you, you had to feel for those guys because you know with no Division 3 tournament mm-hmm. and that was the big thing because again um you know they were in the Sweet 16 yep. last year when the pandemic hit, and they felt really strong. Hey, we can make it Elite Eight, Final Four run, and then boom. Now you go into this year thinking, hey, we got a we got a really strong team. We can make a deep run in the NCAA tournament again this year. And then all of a sudden, no Division three tournament. So you know, all of a sudden, once the ODAC tournament is over with, that is your season. Coupled that with all of those cancellation games, and you know, it's like, oh my goodness. And then that possibility to play a team that he mentioned a 33-game winning streak to this point, I mean, that's that that could be really, really big, whether it's at Macon or on a neutral court or at their place. That's, that'll be huge, I think, for Division three to have that quality of a matchup after uh, the conference tournament. I think it will be big for them this year. Who knows? They could probably play that again next year, mm-hmm. you know, a- afterward. That could be a really good non-conference uh, matchup uh, for both schools. Going into next year. And real quick, think about the great coaches that have been at Randolph Macon ever since Coach Nutley. You had Rhodes, Nathan Davis, mm-hmm. now Merkel. All of them have been successful. All of them have won ODAC championships. They have gone deep in the Division Three tournament. Um, just saying, that could be one of those, you know.
5: those. Well, you're taking me down a path there. <laughs> Obviously, my mind's starting to wander because you're absolutely right with Nathan Davis. Is it Bucknell and Michael? Yeah. who is it, huh, I wonder what's next for Josh what's, Merkel? What's next? I mean, Well, that'll it, be it the shows. next scoop he'll give us, right? We got to keep having him on because yeah. I got to give Mitchell all the credit on that because I don't want to say he prods me, but he reminds me that we need to have Josh Merkel on and talk some randolph making basketball because of everything they've done. But every time he comes on with us, there, there's a scoop, right? Yeah. Last time it was that they were going to play Bridgewater that very night uh, okay. to start the season. That's what happened uh, the last time. Literally that night he said they were going to get on a bus and they just scheduled the game and off they were going. <laughs> and now today he tells us they could be scheduling another game. So who yeah. knows what he could be giving as his scoop next time, right?
4: We don't want to put something in his head, but just, you know, you think about where where these coaches have, you know, the success they, you know, they had at Macon and where that has led them. Moving forward, even you know with Nathan Davis, when you mentioned Bucknell, he's won a Patriot League championship, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. uh, since he's been at Bucknell. and have been to the NCAA tournament. We know the success that Rose has had since he left. You never know. That could and be. Don't the forget
5: next. one of my uh, one of my favorite all time guys, Jamal Brunt. Who yes, played at Randolph Macon yep, yep. and then coached for Mike at Randolph Macon and is now an assistant for Coach Rhodes at VCU. Uh, so he's another one that made that leap from from D three yeah. to D one also.
4: And we did the feature on him on our special that you uh, that which, you talked about the A ten special. Yeah, and
5: um, he really
4: had great things to say, obviously about Randolph Macon, his time at Richmond, and at VCU. And the funny the funny story about how they actually the first interaction. Between him and Rose, that was very, very funny. The fact that it almost didn't happen because yep. the game got moved, and because they didn't have social media at that time, it really couldn't be uh, talked about, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't put out there. So Rose gets up there to the second half, and then sees him lose, and it was like, eh, short conversation, but it was like, no, it's something about him. I want him, yep. and then it, then it led to that long friendship that the two have had.
5: See, they were just preparing for what happened this year as well, with game times being changed. Yep. No Even way back then, they were just preparing for what they've been through this year. All right, again, thanks to Josh Merkel from Randolph-Make-It, and thank you, Mitchell Bradley, because he's the one who reminded me we needed to get him on. We'll follow their progress through the ODAC tournament as well. Josh, joining us on the Herman Allen Hotline, brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Give him a call, 804-746-5853, or online at Herman alanplumbing.com. Let's try to get back on schedule. We'll do that after the break. 99.5 1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond traffic.
0: This traffic update sponsored by Exergen. Accuracy matters. A crash on Hopkins Road at Holly Springs Avenue, holding up the ride in the Maury area this morning. Also, look out for construction along Airport Drive, the northbound side affected by this, between Audubon Drive up to just before Nine Mile Road. And there's road work going on at I-64 in both directions in the Higherport Airport Drive, Highland Springs area. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Just like you, we're all about sports. And the things that make sports great, like beer and wings. Where Richmond turns for the most local sports. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond. 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com.
2: Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond.
5: UFC 259 is this weekend and DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of the title fight. Pick either main event fighter to land a punch during this weekend's UFC 259 bout and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds. Just bet $1 on either fighter to land a punch and if that happens, you will cash $100. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, so much more. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. That's code WXGI for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500.
3: For 30 years, the Original Mattress Factory has championed the power of shopping local. Our approach to manufacturing and retail means that every mattress sold in your community is also hand-built in your community. Now more than ever, small businesses need your support. Restaurants, retailers, service providers, and manufacturers are at the heart of every community. And we would like to encourage you to
6: choose local whenever you can. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you today. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Termbusters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters, 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify.
7: Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. The reason we opened Pig & Brew was because we wanted to bring authentic North Carolina-style barbecue to the south of the James. We serve St. Louis ribs, beef brisket, smoked wings, mince pork barbecue, pulled chicken barbecue. If you're a barbecue lover, I, I, I can guarantee you we have one of the best briskets in town.
6: RVA's best
0: barbecue is at Pig & Brew at 1313 Hull Street, south of the James, online at pigandbrew.com. If you owe any money to the
2: IRS, you need to call this toll-free number right now, 800-485-3136. That's 800-485-3136. Uncle Sam has the power to make your life miserable. You could stop the collection process right now by calling 800-485-3136. When you call Benefits Tax Solutions, you'll get information on how you can reduce your back taxes, including penalties and interest. You could also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you have entered into a payment plan and can't make the payments. One call to Benefits Tax Solutions could help you get back on track from your tax debt. Stop Uncle Sam right now. Make the free call that could help you end the worry today. 800-485-3136. That's 800-485-3136. 800-485-3136. 800-485-3136. Trade up on any non contact thermometer for a $5 rebate towards an Exergen purchase at any retailer. Accuracy matters when taking temperatures. Upgrade to Exergen. Visit Exergen.com.
0: Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Borders of Order with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
5: All right, we are almost up against 9 o'clock this morning. A nice lengthy conversation there with with Josh Merkel, and then Sean and I continue to banter back and forth. So that gets us already up to the top of the hour. Uh, We do have a little bit of breaking news potentially regarding the Washington football team and owner Dan Snyder and all the issues that he's been going through. And we'll get to that on the other side of the top of the hour as well. Plus some more basketball talk. Uh, haven't gotten to those top 25 games from last night. Some of the other tournaments that are coming up, so want to – Touch on that as well, and we'll continue to talk Atlantic 10 basketball as well with the quarterfinals today the two games at the Siegel Center and the two games at the robin Center. All right, so let's get right to the top of the hour. DJ Swerve will have our update, and then hopefully we've grabbed your interest and you can stay with us over the top of the hour. We'll talk about what's being reported up in DC regarding uh, potential uh, Dan Snyder.